Today we're talking with Darius Cosby over here, my dear brother, and he has a story to tell you like no other. It's a show you would not want to miss. You're watching The Michael Finkley Show. Thank you so much for joining us on today in this special, special interview. Now, I definitely take heart to this because this young man sitting beside me is not just a friend, but he is a brother. We've been knowing each other for so many years, and he has a awesome story to tell you, but in his words. So, ladies and gentlemen of YouTube and out there in the world, please welcome Darius Cosby. Thank you. Thank you, my brother. <laughs> It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for allowing me to be on your platform. Yes, sir. To tell my story. Yes, sir. I and appreciate it. You're welcome. You're welcome. When I first started the Michael Finkley show, I said that I want you. I want you to be one of my <laughs> guests. Um, and I'm so glad it came to fruition. So thank you Absolutely. for bringing. Yeah. Thank you. It's a pleasure. I feel honored. Yes, sir. I feel yes, honored. Yes, sir. I'm the honored one. Oh, stop. <laughs> this is us. We go back and forth. You know, yeah, so that's you're what we do. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Darius, um, tell us, who is Darius Cosby? Who is Darius Cosby? Well, for sure, uh, number one, Darius Cosby is a God-fearing man, mm -hmm. a man of great faith that was passed on from my mother. She just always knew mm -hmm. it was going to work out. Yeah. Um, I'm an overcomer, I'm a fighter, I'm a warrior, mm -hmm. I'm a husband, mm -hmm. I'm a basketball player, <laughs> all the above. Gotcha. All the above. Gotcha. I love it. And I, I definitely remember, we met back in New Hampshire, mm -hmm. and as you know from previous shows, I, I did there five years, and we met at church. And I'm telling you, this dude had like the craziest praise. Like it was ridiculous, <laughs> you know. Um, I'm just, and I said to myself, I want to get to know who this person is. I want to get to know, and I, I also said to myself, I want this to be my brother. I don't know how this is gonna happen, but this this dude is gonna be my brother. Click from day one. Day one. Harvest day weekend. One. Forget it. Harvest weekend. Yes. That was something special. Yeah. Definitely. That was something special. Definitely. Yeah. Yes, sir. So yeah. talk about um, your background, you know, growing up, where you're from, you know, um, mother, father, siblings. Okay. Well, I'm from a small place called Utica, New York. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people haven't heard of it because it's so small. Um, so usually it's about two hours from Buffalo. Mm -hmm. That's just where everybody knows. About 45 minutes from Syracuse, New York. Yep. Which is like the highlight. Utica is just a small country town, as most yeah, people been there. know it as. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm the youngest in my family. Uh, my mother, Darlene, is just everything. Mm -hmm. Everything. Um, uh, I haven't seen much of my father um, over the years, but. She raised all of us. Mm -hmm. She raised all of us, and she's just—I mean—a warrior. Yeah, a warrior. I mean, she always provided for us, and we never went without. 
Yeah. Whether she had to work two or three jobs. Barely used to see her. Mm -hmm. She used to work so much, mm -hmm. but she always provided. You know, we have food on the table, clothes on our back, um, had everything that we wanted and needed. Yeah. And then some. Um, so, I mean, she's, she's everything. Mm -hmm. She's everything. Um, me, personally, everybody who really knows me knows I love the game of basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, What's that team you rep so proudly? New York Knicks. Uh-huh. Die hard, blowing orange. I don't care. <laughs> you can go 0-82. I'll, I'll still rep from everybody. That, that's die. a fair right there, I tell you. Yes, sir. So, <laughs> that's my dream team. I'm definitely on the way to to turning things around with them. Yes, sir. Um, but, yeah, I love the game of basketball. Um, everybody knows that. Knows I'm crazy about the game. Mm -hmm. About the game, excuse me. Um... I couldn't imagine my life without it. Yeah, I really believe that, you know, God gave me that gift, and and through my uh, life struggles, <clears throat> excuse me, through my life struggles and just through my journey, mm -hmm. um, you know, he he always gets the glory, and I always try to give him that glory too, because as we all know, within a blink of an eye, things can be taken away. Yeah, and unfortunately, that's um, that's the season I'm in right now, but. Yeah. There's always a pause before greatness. Of course. Of course. That's how he Quote, works. unquote, from Bishop T.D. Jakes. My God. The world's bishop. <laughs> but that's how God works. That's Absolutely. how he works. And we don't understand the planning, but yes. we know that at the, end of the, at the end of the day, it's for our good. Got to have that faith. Yeah. Oh, Got to yeah. have that faith. Yeah. That's where it starts. Yeah. The that's Bible tells starts. us that without faith, it's impossible to please him. So you have yeah. to have it. Yes, sir. Yeah. Definitely. Yes, sir. So how has basketball assisted you with education? Where did that lead you? Did you play in high school, um, um, college? Where, where did it take you? Yep, I played, um, I started playing basketball, organized basketball, about third grade. And uh, just just kept playing it, fell in love with the game. Uh, wanted to play it at every chance mm -hmm. I got. So played in middle school, played in high school. Um, because I was somewhat good. Uh-huh. Uh, opened up some opportunities for me. He's just being modest, y'all. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, this beast right uh, here. Stop. I appreciate <laughs> it. Um, so it did open up an opportunity for me to play college. I did play um, Division III. Um, and had a phenomenal career at mm -hmm. Dane Webster College. Mm -hmm. Rest in peace. Unfortunately, it doesn't exist yeah. anymore because... They merged with snow, I think yep. it was. Yep, sure did. Um, so I enjoyed it. You know, I had a great four-year career. And that opened up some opportunities for me to further go to, um, mm -hmm. you know, to play overseas. But unfortunately, um, right before the accident, you know, or after the accident, it happened. And mm -hmm. got the contract. But uh, I was more happier than sad mm -hmm. uh, because I looked at it from a perspective of, I had set a goal for myself um, before I even started college. Yep. So I was like, okay, I want to work as hard as I can because my ultimate goal is to play in the NBA. Yeah. But it looks like I'm going to I'm gonna be going through overseas and then to the NBA. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, I'll use this opportunity um, to work extremely hard. Um, of course, have that faith. And um, for those five years, um, because I went to an NA, 
NAI Division One in North North Carolina, excuse me, and that didn't work out. So then um, during that time, I got another um, recruitment call from Chris Dorsey. Shout out to Chris mm-hmm. Dorsey um, for giving me that call. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I made the decision to go back up north mm-hmm. um, to New Hampshire and the Dane Webster. Dane Webster had a four-year career over there. Um, worked out well. It was, mm-hmm. it was a perfect, perfect fit. I prayed about it. So I knew that's where, you know, God was leading me to. That's it. Um, that's it. So I did my thing there. Um, got some uh, letters um, for a combine camp. Went there. Did what I had to do, and that opened up an opportunity for me to mm-hmm. to um, play overseas. Like I had set something to go for it. So when I got the the news from my wife when he had spoke to my agent, um, I was more happier than sad. Yeah. Um, even though obviously I was bummed down that I wasn't able to forego um, with that mm-hmm. um, opportunity, but I looked back and I was like, you know what? All my hard work paid off. Yeah, definitely. All my hard work paid off, and mm-hmm. and I achieved it. Mm-hmm. I achieved the goal that I set before myself. Um, like I said, I told myself that it was going to be through overseas, and it happened. Yeah, um, it happened. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was very excited, but obviously an unfortunate situation happened, but it's just a pause. Of course. It's just course. a pause. It's not a period. Come yeah. on now. That's it. Come on. Yes, sir. <laughs> so during this time of you, in, you're in college and you are playing basketball, mm. you had that support system and a spouse. I do. Talk about your I wife. Do. And I love this story, y'all. I really do. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> man, my wife... Uh, She's phenomenal. Even through, before I get to our background, even through this, everything that, that's happened, a lot of people um, forget that, you know, she was alongside with me. Yeah. And she's, she uh, suffered some severe, some very injuries too. And even through all that, you know, she had to recover from, she's been right by, by my side every step yeah. of the way from day one day one man and I mean it's it's been countless times um, because the level of my injury Mm -hmm. um, requires a lot of need Mm -hmm. Um, I mean two o'clock three o'clock in the morning if I need something she's here Mm -hmm. she keeps me well groomed Mm -hmm. Um, I mean she's her support has just been Speechless. Yeah, she's been beyond what the meaning of a wife is. Yeah. She's my virtuous woman. I call her my virtuous woman, and and uh, she's just a blessing, man. Mm-hmm. She's just a blessing, yeah. near and dear to my heart. And um, so I'll get to our story. So it's college. Um, out of nowhere, well, which. It's the amazing thing about our story is it all started with a thought. Mm-hmm. A thought. All started with a Just thought. Just thinking, y'all, thinking. One ah. thought. Mm-hmm. So she let me know that she was, um, one day she was going through a photo album and she saw a picture um, of my older brother and sister at their graduation. And a thought just dawned on her 
and she was thinking of me. She's like, oh, I wonder how that little brother is. Uh, so she looked me up on Facebook. Thank God for Facebook. Okay. Because it had turned into almost 10 years of marriage. Nine years of marriage, excuse me. Um, so she messaged me on Facebook and it's like, hey, I remember you um, because we grew up in the same church. Mm-hmm. We always knew of each other, mm-hmm. but didn't know each other. Uh, we actually stayed right next door to each other. Wow. They're not trying to, and I had no idea she actually told me that. Um, so we always knew of each other, just didn't know each other mm-hmm. um, personally. So um, so we started talking, um, exchanging numbers, and it just grew. Wow. It just grew from there. Over and, and, and I knew that when I looked at her picture, um, when she had first uh, messaged me, voice of God was like, there she is. Mm-hmm. There's your wife. And here we are. There. Just new. Just, just new. Wow. And here we are. Wow. July will make it in nine years wow. being married. And you all got married very young. We did. Yeah. We did. We got married young. I looked at it as, man, as we grew and started to get to know each other, I'd be a fool to let her go. <laughs> I would be a fool. So I snatched her up. I didn't care. I was 20 years old um, in college, fresh in college. Mm-hmm. Who gets married first in college? No one but you all. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But it was a no-brainer to me. Yeah. I was like, I'm not yeah. letting it slip through my fingers. And here we are. There you go. Here we are. Oh, wow. I, I love stories like that. I never get tired of hearing this story. But more to come with Darius Cosby. We'll be right back. Next, Darius Cosby tells more about his life and the accident that changed his life. We'll be right back. On the next Michael Finkley, many are coping through this pandemic through prayer, their religion, and also their spirituality. How are you coping? We talk with Elder Nicholas Spearman on his thoughts and how his congregation is coping as well. Join us on the next Michael Finkley. Hello and welcome back to the Michael Finkley Show. We're still chatting with Darius Cosby and just hearing his story and from where he started from to where he is now. And so now, Darius, take us back to that night of the accident. Okay. Um, you know, what happened prior to, where were you coming from? What was, what was happening? Okay. Well, June 2nd, 2014, mm-hmm. a day that obviously we would never forget mm-hmm. and that I will never forget. Um, we were back in our hometown uh, we were um, just coming from um, Florida uh, with uh, my wife and her in-laws. Uh, went down there to, to uh, see her mom, hang out. Um, so we were coming from Florida. We're back in Utica. Mm-hmm. And we're just going around visiting, um, saying our last goodbyes to mm-hmm. um, you know, my mother and uh, mm-hmm. her and her family. Um, a few hours before everything happened, we were getting getting ready to get on the road, and usually I do on the driving. Mm-hmm. Um, anytime we go out of town or or any long distance, but for this particular reason, I didn't feel like driving on the way back home, mm-hmm. which was odd. So I remember I, I was getting um, in the passenger side, and just out of nowhere. 
something told me that something's about to happen, mm -hmm. but it's going to be all right. Mm -hmm. And knowing um, about God as much as I do now, then I knew it was the voice of God let me know that something was going to happen. Didn't know what, mm -hmm. but to an extent, but that was the voice of God. And he said, something is going to happen, but it's going to be all right. Yeah. And fast forward a couple hours later, accident happens, and here we are. So were you on the road by yourself, or um, what actually happened for it to, you know, for your car to be in that state? Um, honestly, we're not sure. We were um, we're actually heading back to, to New Hampshire, mm -hmm. um, and everything happened right outside of Albany, New York, mm -hmm. which is about hour and a half from from my hometown. Um, I can remember <clears throat> I was um, I was laying back in the passenger side. Um, didn't have my seatbelt on mm -hmm. um, because for some reason I never wore my seatbelt on the passenger side. Mm -hmm. um, so people wear your seatbelts. Mm -hmm. Okay, take it from me. Wear your seatbelts. Don't be too naive for me. Mm -hmm. I just never did, but it is what it is. Um, so I was laying back and I, I remember waking up just making sure my wife was all right. Mm -hmm. um, and she said, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. And, and, and it seemed like it was just a blink of an eye and boom, it happened. Mm -hmm. It just happened. And um, when we finally uh, came to, um, I just remembered I wasn't able to move. Mm -hmm. um, I was very short of breath mm -hmm. and just started calling on the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. um, just waiting for um, the responders to come and uh, remember hearing them come and seeing the lights flashing and then woke up in the hospital. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, the voice of God was right. Mm -hmm. Something was going to happen, but he said it was going to be all right. And even though it's been a long road, it's been a tough road, mm -hmm. um, I've had many days of, of tears. And then wondering um, why and how. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's it's been all right. Yeah. He's been providing. We got a roof over our head, clothes on our back, mm -hmm. and we're still here. That's it. That's the most we're important. We're still here. Yes, sir. We're still here. Yes, sir. So. And we're learning. Absolutely. We're learning each and every day. Every day. Yeah. Every day. What type of procedures have you had within that time frame? It's been six years. Mm -hmm. So what yeah. type of procedures have you had? Uh, well, I had to have uh, neck surgery and back surgery. So I um, severely injured my spinal cord mm -hmm. um, at the level of C6, which is pretty much diagnosed as one of the worst that you can have mm -hmm. um, because I was one level away from um, being in a vegetative state. Mm -hmm. um, so I'd have um, neck surgery where they put screws in mm -hmm. to you know keep everything together and also have a metal rod 
in my back. Okay. So I had to have back surgery, knee surgery, and I just had some other um, medical procedures um, just to help with everyday life with, mm -hmm. you know, um, using the bathroom and things like that. So, yeah. But those are the two major um, ones I had to have to, to yeah, keep functioning. Gotcha. Yeah. And your wife? Mm -hmm. My wife, uh, um, this is tough to talk about because she's the love of my life and the one thing that I truly wish that hadn't happened yeah. was I wish she was I wish she walked away from the accident without a scratch yeah. on her body um, that's that's that was a tough pill to swallow yeah. um, because you never want to see a loved one's hurt in any way um, and you know I can handle my stuff and, and what I have to go through but it's tough it was tough to see <sighs> excuse me mm -hmm. it was it was really tough to um, to see you know her road to recovery yeah um, you know she uh, uh, really messed up her right leg mm -hmm. um, pretty much tore ACL MCL, PCL, um, fibula, tibula, every, I mean, mm -hmm. everything. Um, uh, she had almost lost her her left eye mm -hmm. um, because of the accident. Um, so she had got a mild TBI and a concussion. Mm -hmm. um, but she's still here. Yeah. And still beautiful as ever. There's, there's beauty in her scars. I love it beauty and her scars and you know it, I remember the first time we saw each other mm -hmm. um, in the hospital as soon as I woke up I'm like where's my wife where's my wife when she woke up where's my husband where's my husband I mean so it just goes to show you that we were just immediately thinking of each other as yeah. soon as you know as soon as we woke up in the hospital and mm -hmm. I remember seeing her you know after um, getting surgeries and everything like that and just gave her a smile Still beautiful as ever, um, so uh, yeah. that is that's love. That is love. We'll be right back. Mondays, Mondays on YouTube are never going to be the same. <laughs> we are here to inform, educate, and inspire. The Michael Finkley Show, Mondays on YouTube. Hello and welcome back to the Michael Finkley Show. We're still chatting with my dear brother, my dear friend, my dear pal, um, Darius Cosby. And again, sharing his story of a life-changing event that has happened to him and his wife. But through it all, you're still smiling. Got to. You're still smiling. You're still encouraging to. others. Have to. That's yeah. what it's all about. That's what it's all about. It's all for his glory, man. Yeah. It's all for his glory. Yeah. I love it. And during the commercial break, you were telling us um, some more of your story. Mm -hmm. um, the events that led up to. So tell us more about that. All right. Well, well, do. Well, I'll say back in 2010, uh, when I was at my first college in North Carolina, I was going to this church. 
and um, one service I went up to for altar call mm -hmm. and the bishop he said the story of Job is mm -hmm. all over your life mm -hmm. the story of Job is all over your life and at that time I didn't really have any knowledge mm -hmm. of the story of Job nor did I even look it up because I just felt like for some reason it just wasn't meant for me too but if any of you know the story of the Job he pretty much lost everything mm -hmm. wife and mm -hmm. children house I mean he was one of the wealthiest man in all the East in the Bible and the correlation is because of everything that's happened uh, to my wife and I that's pretty much how I feel mm -hmm. I gotta be honest um, my wife we are like best friends mm -hmm. we are like best friends we're so used to just getting up and going making on the spot travels or going here and going there mm -hmm. I mean we're best friends yeah. and we have so much fun together so um, just not being able to do those little things like that mm -hmm. um, things like you know just hugging her going for walks um, going to amusement parks mm -hmm. um, things like and just like everyday marriage things mm -hmm. um, it's been tough yeah. it's been tough and then obviously um, not being able to play them the game that I so, so much love, mm -hmm. the game of basketball. So um, I feel like everything was taken away from me. Mm -hmm. I feel like I lost everything. and um, Just like the story of Joe. Mm -hmm. um, so that was just uh, pretty amazing to me when I looked back and I was like, wow. And again, that just let me know that this is something that um, God called us to yeah. an assignment and uh, I accept it yeah. I accept it from God um, but I don't accept it so that's the rest of my life mm -hmm. it doesn't end here because look what happened at the end for Joe mm. mm -hmm. he was restored he was restored yeah. and that's that's what I believe yeah. and that's what I believe so fast forward um, 2014 Remember Beatrice? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Remember that night? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That night at IHOP. Yeah. And she was prophesying. Yeah. Because she's a prophet. And she was going around the table. And when she got to me, she said, something's going to happen. You're going to get hurt. But at the end of the day, when it's all over, teams are going to want you. They're going to be calling for you, wanting to play for them and, and everything like that. Mm -hmm. So, um, but the hurting part, I didn't really remember. Uh, my wife actually told me that part. But I think the reason why it wasn't intended for me to remember that part is because I would have been living my life in fear. Yeah. I would be honest. Mm -hmm. Because, like I said, I played basketball and I was during the season as well so I mean going up for a layup or, or going up for a jump shot mm -hmm. I would be in fear thinking like oh am I going to land wrong when am I going to get hurt when is it going to happen mm -hmm. how is it going to happen where is it going to happen mm -hmm. you understand what I'm saying so I think it was it wasn't meant for me to remember that part 
but of course I remember the outcome and I remember um, the ending of what mm -hmm. she said um, so just another example of, of God was like I'm going to allow something that's, that's to happen to you guys I'm not going to take you out not going to take but, me out mm -hmm. but I'm going to allow mm -hmm. because you know everything goes through him of course he's all power all knowing of course without his say nothing happens yeah. and nothing just happens yeah. with him there's always a lesson there's always a journey mm -hmm. and he always has a plan mm -hmm. um, so with that being said fast forward even a couple of months uh, we were at NEP Mm -hmm. Shout out to NEP, Powham, New Hampshire. Yes. Great church. Bishop, Bishop we love you. We love you, Bishop. <laughs> and, I, and I'm glad you recovered. Yes. I'm glad you recovered. Yeah. You're a miracle all by yourself. Definitely. Um, Definitely. So, fast forward a couple months, we're at a service, um, NEP, just a regular church service mm -hmm. on Sunday. So, after church, uh, one of the church workers walks up to me. And he says, um, I was praying the other night, and this is the guy that I never met. Mm -hmm. um, of course, I saw him around the church, but it was just a high and by, nothing in depth or anything like that. Um, but he came up to me, and he said, the other night I was praying, and God placed you on my heart, and he said that he has some special work for you. Mm. Some special work for you mm. and I said okay <laughs> I accepted um, didn't really know what that work was going to be or or anything like that but mm -hmm. um, fast forward a few months and the accident happens mm -hmm. so when I started to reflect on it those small events just gives me more peace of mind yeah. knowing that God is in this situation mm -hmm. all up in it all and he called us to this situation mm -hmm. no matter how you want to look at it you can say oh well you know he wasn't wearing his seatbelt um, like he was supposed to mm -hmm. so you can you can look at it from that perspective through the natural eye as I like to call it mm -hmm. or you can look at it from a spiritual sense gotcha. I chose the spiritual side I love it because if you're a believer, you just know. Oh, yeah. You just know. You Some know things that you, you can't. Know that you know. Exactly. Mm -hmm. The old saying. <laughs> old time saying. Know that you know that you know. Um, but just just with my faith and my knowledge mm -hmm. of God, um, that's where I got my peace from. Mm -hmm. That's where I knew, you know, okay, this was the special work. Yeah. And this is the special work. And when it's all said and done, it's going to be something that this world has never seen. I believe it. I something it. so big. I mean, the bigger the obstacle, the bigger the blessing. Oh, yeah. That's how it works. That's how it works. <laughs> That's how it works. That's how it works. And we can't wait to see it. Ah, uh, thank you, man. We can't wait to see it. I appreciate it. It's going to be all for his glory. Yes, sir. All for his glory. And like I said, just once I reflected and, and looked at those events leading up to the grand finale, I mm -hmm. guess you can call it. Um, that just, again, that just gave me peace knowing that 
it didn't just happen for no reason. Mm -hmm. It happened for a reason. And it's a part of our story. It's a part of our plan. And when God gets ready, it's going to be something huge. Oh, yeah. It's going to be something huge that the doctors who told me I would never walk again, Mm -hmm. they're not going to understand. You're going to run, watch. They're not going to (laughs) understand. They're not going to understand. You're going to run. I've had too many dreams over the years that I've seen you walk. I've seen you run. And I was actually thinking about you the other day. And I'm like, he's God, you're going to do it for him. You showed it to me. I believe it. You showed it to me. I believe it. You're not a man that is slack concerning his Mm. promise. So he's going to do it for you. Mm. I believe it. Every single day. We'll be right back. The Finkley Experience is an educational consulting firm that specializes in first-generation education. We assist parents and their students with the college process. We train school administrators, and we also partner with colleges and universities to assist with their first-generation population. To learn more about our consulting firm and to purchase our book and workbook, please visit our website at thefinkleyexperience.com. Welcome back. And so I'm just having fun with my brother today. I really am. It's been a pleasure, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, sir. Thank you for willing, your willingness. Oh, of course. We appreciate it. I ought to be part of the Finkley experience. Oh, my gosh. The Michael Finkley. <laughs> I can't blush. So listen, <laughs> um, what advice would you give to someone that is in a similar situation to you? Um, to your family, or just going through as a whole, what advice would you give them? Number one, put God in it. Mm-hmm. Get God in that situation, because as you seek Him, He'll start to give you clarity, He'll start to give you wisdom, and you'll get a peace upon your spirit that you never experienced before. Mm-hmm. And it will give you, it'll start to give you some perspective on what you're going through and why you're going through it mm-hmm. and I just pray that um, that God will do it for you mm-hmm. whoever I'm speaking to whoever's watching this whoever's listening get God in the situation yeah. you gotta make him a priority you gotta put him first yeah. and once you do that he'll start to show you the way mm-hmm. and um Maybe you're not paralyzed or or phys- have any physical um, disruptions or whatever the case may be, but mentally, mm. people can be paralyzed mentally. Mm. It's real. Feel like they're stuck. Yeah. Feel like there's no way out. Yeah. I pray that you seek God and put God in that situation and He'll clear your mind, He'll give you peace, and He'll start to show you the way. And you'll start to encourage yourself. Mm-hmm. You'll start to encourage others. And watch the great wonders of God. I love it. Words to live by. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Darius Cosby. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you for being on. Oh, of course. Thanks. I had to. 
That would be a pontifical experience. This is my brother. And I'm, I'm going to tell this one story, and, and I'm just going to, yeah, I remember, excuse me, I remember um, we were both living in New Hampshire, and I didn't have enough money to buy bread. I couldn't even buy bread. And I called my brother, and I told him what was happening, told him what was going on. And um, went to your house, and there you go with three, four, five loaves of bread, <laughs> and you wrote my name on it. You wrote my name on it, and you said, this is for you, because your name is on it. This is for you. Mm -hmm. I still have that sheet of paper mm -hmm. where you wrote my name. Wow. Yeah. I still have it. Wow. Um, things like this someone so true and so genuine and so authentic you're looking at him right now um, even in his trials and tribulations even in present day I'll call I'll text I may be having a bad day or going through something but he is still right there with open arms my brother willing to give a, a helping hand and I appreciate that from the bottom of my heart oh of course come on that's a Thank gift you. Thank you. Oh, anytime, man. You know how it is. Of course. Anytime. And it's never going to change. Never. Uh, never. It's a lifetime friendship. You got that right. Brotherhood. A lot of us right. have seasoned friendships. Mm -hmm. This ain't one of them. Yeah. This is lifetime. Yeah. So I appreciate you. Yes, sir. I appreciate you. Whew. Thank you so much for watching. Until next time, and have a good one.